Hey everybody, this is Tom Sharpling, and welcome to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. Basically, this is a podcast we're going to do every other week, giving you a uh, bite-sized version of all the mirth and mayhem that goes on every week on the best show on WFMU. So please check out this exciting clip. WFMU, you're on the air. Hey, Todd, it's Matthew Tompkins. I'm sorry? It's Matthew Tompkins, how you doing? Well, you just called me Todd. My name's Tom. Oh, I thought it was Todd. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's okay. What's your name again? Matthew Tompkins. Oh, hey, Matthew. Uh, thanks for calling. Sure. Well, what can I do for you tonight? Well, uh, Tom, I'm a VP of programming with ABC TV. Uh-huh. Heard you've been talking about cavemen on your show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, uh, we talked about it a lot last week. You've been giving it a lot of airtime, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have something I want to say to you. Yeah, what's that? I'm going to give you a big hug. Thank you so much for, for hyping the show. We really appreciate it. For, <laughs> for hyping cavemen? Yeah. The Geico Caveman Show? Yeah, yeah. Sounds um, like you're just as excited about it as we are. Uh, well, I, you know, in a way, yes, I am. I, I guess I am. Maybe for different reasons, but no, you should be. Uh huh. Yeah. Why are you all you all fired up over there? Absolutely. I mean, you know, America's going to love this show. It's by far the best fish out of water series since Madison. What's that? Madison. What was what? What is or was Madison? Well, it was a short-lived spinoff of the movie Splash. Okay. It only lasted like three episodes, though. And Madison was, I'm assuming, the mermaid? Exactly, yeah. And Poor, poor casting. I mean, even as a kid, I, I, I knew that it was foolish of them to cast Donna Pascal in the lead. As the lead mermaid, the yeah. Daryl Hannah role. Yeah, she couldn't do it because she was rehearsing for that Clarence Clemens Jackson Brown video. Oh, I remember that. She was in a video with Clarence Clements and Jackson Brown. It was called You're a Friend of Mine. Yeah. yeah. She took that very seriously. She took singing lessons and also uh, video cam lessons. To be in that video? In the video, yeah. Wow. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so this show, for people who don't know, uh, ABC this fall is adding to their schedule a program called, is it called Geico Caveman? No. What oh, is cavemen. it? Cavemen. Cavemen. Oh. And it is based on the Geico Caveman commercials. More or less, yeah. Uh-huh. That have been running for a while. Yeah. And you guys are all fired up. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. I mean, it. I, <laughs> I, I think the show looks uh, pretty laughable. It's great. It's hilarious. It's, it's actually a great commentary on the danger of stereotyping there's a lot of laughs in it but there's also a lot of it's, it's thought-provoking well, when, when i said laughable i didn't mean that it is laugh filled it is though it's hilarious uh, <laughs> check this out though yeah. they did this hilarious commentary on uh, on stereotypes yeah and <laughs> here's here's how they do it they're uh, the three cavemen are riding in a car and uh they get into an argument over use of uh, of the word cro-magnon Mm-hmm. And one of them thinks that it's it's not cool, Joel. 
Yeah. And uh, so the other guys start busting on him, and they start they start talking about uh, you know using the word mag in in various you know uh, other ways. You know, and they start doing. I like big mags, and I can't complain. You know, that's that's that song by Sir Mix It Up. Yeah, well, they start doing that, and they all start singing uh-huh. and rapping. It's great. So, so damn funny. Uh, it's what? So damn funny. Oh, okay, I I've seen that, and uh, I thought it was pretty terrible. I loved it. There's this other thing. Okay. Where they're they're at a western theme party. Uh huh. And one of the apes starts line dancing. And then he starts break dancing. One of the apes? You mean cavemen? One of the cavemen, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's he not starts a... break dancing, though. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, listen, you tell me one thing that's funnier than a break dancing ape. Caveman. Um, I mean, besides an, an old white person rapping. Uh, I don't even. I'm, I would say anything. Huh. Well. I think you're wrong. Hey, check out the tagline for the whole series. What? What is it? Are you ready? Yes. Strapped in. I'm ready. You have your helmet on. <laughs> I don't. I okay. I have oh, a helmet. Okay. Theoretical helmet. All on. right. They kick it really old school. Wow. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's the one you're gonna go with. Gonna go with. We're going for it. It's on buses already. They kick it really old school. Yeah, I mean, you can't get any older school than, than like, a, a caveman, can you? I guess not. I, guess I mean, that... they're so old school that they're from a time when school didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Or if, I don't know, I guess if they did have schools, the teachers would, I don't know, I guess they'd probably just grunt or, like, poke the students with sticks or something. <laughs> you got me. Like your... hunting, hunting lessons. Yeah. They fished back then, didn't they? You know, I don't know a whole lot about cavemen. I should probably make a note on that. Fishing, maybe some sort of fishing episode. A fishing episode. Hey, speaking of, of episodes yeah. and ideas, you mentioned a couple storylines from the show, uh, I think it was last week, mm-hmm. that we'd like to buy from you. What's that? want to buy, buy two of your ideas from you. What ideas? Well, there was one that had the boys going to a, a, a water park. Uh-huh. And I actually listened to to your show on the uh, the archives today. Okay. And when you were talking about them going down the log flume, uh huh, I was on the floor howling. <laughs> oh man, I'm dying just thinking about it. About uh, about que- them. Question for you though. Yeah. Would they be just just like wearing swim trunks or what? I didn't give it any thought. I, I mean, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? If, they, if they're just wearing swing, just trunks, and you can you can see all the hair and stuff. I, you know, I guess if you think the show is funny, then you might think that's funny. Well, we know it is. Okay, so let's go. Let's do the other one that we're thinking of. Uh, you were talking about the boys getting into a big argument, and then they end up putting the tape down, like on the floor of their house to divide it up, and then each caveman has to stay on his own side. Oh, my God! Oh, man! I'm dying just thinking about that! Uh, okay, I mean, that... Question for you, though. Yeah? How would the bathroom situation work on that? I mean, it could get really messy, right? You mean the fact that the bathroom's on one side only, of only, the... Only one of the apes has it, yeah. The cavemen. Cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> that It's only on one side of the house. Uh-huh. Love it. I mean, yeah. How do you think of this stuff? 
What's that? How do you think of this stuff? It's great. I'm surprised you're not... Someone hasn't snapped you up yet. It's great stuff. Where, where did I come up with the idea of two people fighting and putting tape across the middle of the house? Yeah. Um, I guess I came up with it from watching a million sitcoms. Like what? I, the Brady Bunch had that. What's Brady's Bunch? Sounds like a, like a World War II sitcom starring Lee Marvin or something. What is that? Brady, the Brady Bunch, you've never heard of. No. Okay. I, I didn't have TV as a kid. Uh-huh. I was raised a strict Quaker. Okay. We couldn't even use ice. So you're you're really just catching up. Oh, totally, yeah. And, I mean, I'm fully into it now, of course, yeah. And and how did you get involved in television then? Pardon me? Like like why what made you as somebody who didn't grow up with television? Now ha- uh, get involved in television. Well, I haven't just gotten into it. I have a long, I have a long history in, in TV. I used to be at the, at the Shout Network. Okay, yeah. sure. You know, I think I actually talked to you, maybe. Is that possible? Several years ago? Yes, yes. You called talking all about new shows on the Shout Network. Yeah, I was head of programming from uh, 01 to 04. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so you now are over at ABC? I am now, but you know, at at, at shout, I, I I brought the thunder. You brought the, th- the oh yeah, uh huh. Like, uh, what were some of your shows over there? Oh geez, uh, Jerry Van Dyke's Crime Crunchers, uh, Sex Camp, Madman and Man, Buried Alive, uh, Kidnapper of Hearts, The Other Side of the Music. That whole series of behind the scenes stuff about bands. We did Wire Train, Jeez, uh, the Joe Boxers, Gigi Allen and the Texas Ends. Uh, Darren Robbins, Chrome, stuff like that. We did uh, my my big thing was the, the Van Morrison Variety Two Hours. Yes, and of course the Reggae Kid. And how long did that Van Morrison? It was him hosting like a late night talk show. Uh, oh yeah, telling jokes, singing songs. Uh, he was in sketches. It was great. He did these little dances. Oh, even, totally. If yeah, I he, did soft, he did soft shoe and tap. Why? And how many episodes did that last for? It actually did like like seven. Well, one was shot. Uh huh. And when I say shot, I mean we shot everything but him. Okay. He didn't really want to do it. He didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. So he he's a cranky. Uh, he's a cranky guy. I don't know if you know that about him. Very more. Yeah, I, I kind of surmised that. We used to call him Doctor Upset. Oh, because he was always mad. He was always upset and uh-huh. mad and yelling. Yeah, and you couldn't understand what he was saying either. Mm-hmm. You know. And that reggae kid, which I remember being something that people protested. Well, that's the show that actually got me into the big leagues. The reggae kid. Yeah, I rode those protests directly into an office on the ABC lot. Really? Yeah. The fact that the show, people were calling it offensive. Well, they thought the kid was being taken advantage of. Yeah. I guess. Well, (laughs) so, so you took those successes, that I'm putting in quotes, and... You rode those over to a different place. You're you're belittling me, Tom. I work hard for my prominence. Uh okay. I'm sure and you. And my do. houseboats. And your, your houseboats. Yeah. You have more than one. I think like eight. I think. Eight houseboats. Maybe nine. I don't know. You lose track of them after a while, don't you? Uh, I I kind of uh, I wouldn't know. I only I don't have any houseboats. Oh, you only have one. What'd you say? No, I don't have any. Well, yeah, so I ended up at ABC. I, I got in kind of early on Housewives. 
on Desperate Housewives. Yeah, that was the first real feather in my cap over, over at ABC. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And what were you doing on that? Uh, I was doing coverage. Okay, kind of a, you know. Kind of checking in. Yeah, like, yeah. Seeing uh-huh. how, how, how the shoots are going, the scripts are, you know, if they're in shape. And then, then I ended up kind of getting, I kind of left that. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what did, did you work on other things after that? It was hard at first because the the reason that I actually ended up leaving Housewives, uh-huh. uh huh, I walked in on Marsha Cross and I saw her naked. <laughs> so you Marsha Cross from Desperate Housewives? You walked into her dressing room and saw her changing or something? No, jerk. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I walked into her home. Why? Her home. Yeah. Really? Wow. And you, you, what were you doing at her home? I was just kind of walking around. Same thing with Felicity. Uh huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Felicity Huffman. Yeah, that went even worse, actually. Bill hit me with a big belt. Bill? Yeah. Who's Bill? Bill Macy. Oh, her husband, William H. Macy. Exactly, yeah. He started hitting you with a belt? Yeah, he's in some sort of like belt whipping league or something, and he's really good at it. Oh, man. William H. Macy. Yeah. And he w- he started just what cracking you with the belt, slapping it, cracking. Oh my god! I thought my my back was going to burn off. I was shirtless at the time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And you, you know what I do like though? You're talking about a guy who who you basically invaded his home, and then a guy well, who we were all in the same ABC family. I thought it was just you know uh-huh. you just show up sometimes. No, I guess I was wrong. Hey, Forgive but me. You still, you still are show business enough to call him Bill. Well, Todd, you got to look past the welts. That's that's what I always say. You know, that's actually a pretty, uh, it's actually a pretty poignant statement. I'm actually going to write that down. Make a note. Maybe, uh, maybe Joel can say that to Jamie at some point like that. You got to look past the welts. Who can say it? Who's Joel? Who, who is Joel? From Cavemen. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I His forgot. Brother's it. Jamie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you're hoping that the two that they that you can use you got to look past the welts as a dialogue. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So then I, you know, I went to Hot Properties. But what was that? ABC show. Didn't uh, didn't really take off. Uh huh. Yeah. It was a great uh, ensemble comedy. Four unpredictable chicks uh, in a Manhattan real estate office. Uh-huh. It's kind of like designing women on, I don't know, whatever kind of steroids women take. Okay. Yeah. Is that like estrogen? What's it called? Estrogen? Uh, estrogen? Estrogen. Okay. Yeah. I like didn't, a gum, I didn't, right? What's that? They're like a gum they chew? You know what? Yeah. I, I'm not a... Uh, I'm, let's, what, what else did you work on? Well, then I did uh, Emily. What is Emily? Emily's Reasons Why Not. Was That was the uh, Heather Graham thing. Absolutely, yeah. I actually named it. You named that show. It's a great name, isn't it? Emily's Reasons Why Not. Yeah. It's a, I think that it's not a great name. That didn't go so well either. We got one episode. Uh-huh. And then it got yanked. Yeah. We shot another five. I'm actually still trying to do something with those those episodes we shot. Maybe do like a Mystery Science 2000 kind of thing. Yeah, and what? And have okay, like a couple irascible kids to comment on it uh-huh. you know, while it's showing. Show that we have a sense of humor. We could laugh at ourselves here at ABC. Sure, sure. And what else have you worked on? Uh, help me help you. 
It's like a, was that a Ted Danson show? It was the the Ted Danson show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually working on a new a new show idea with him. Really? It's a series based on a movie that came out a couple years ago. It's called uh, President Baseball. Yes. Where that would be brought to television? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And if that doesn't pan out, I want to do a reality show with Ted called uh, Ted Danson's Funeral Funnies. Whoa. Please tell me about Ted Danson's funeral funnies. Well, basically, we would pretend that that someone's dead, and then Ted calls that person's loved ones, you know, using like a, a weird voice or something, you know, so they can't say, oh, it's Ted Danson. Uh-huh. And so, so he calls them with news that their friend or their family member has died. And then we go to the funeral, and then... You know, everything's really sad, and it's going really bad, you know. And then the person pops out of the casket and screams, I'm alive, you idiots! That's terrible. And everyone starts laughing. It's great. No one is going to start laughing. Sure they will. They will not. Oh, sure they will. Ted, you know, that's Ted, why you're not on TV. What is it, Ted Danson's funeral funnies? Yeah. Wow, that... Yeah. So that that's upcoming? We can look forward to that in the future? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. But cavemen is is where I am right now. You know? Yeah. Uh, John Hurd. John Hurd, the actor. He plays Trip, and uh, he says that being involved in cavemen uh, it puts him in mind of when he was working on Chud back in the eighties. So that's that's a pretty ringing endorsement, isn't it? Chud. Yeah. So that's that's he's he's comparing it. To when he was when he did Chud, yeah, yeah, which I don't think was the high water mark of his career. I think he liked. I mean, I I just took it as him liking it, like uh-huh. that meant that he liked it. But I'll tell you what, Kroll says it's the most fun he's had on a set since forty uh, awesomely bad, dirty songs ever. Okay, again, I don't I don't know if that's exactly a ringing endorsement. You saw forty most, didn't you? I don't think I've seen I've seen a lot of those. I don't know if I saw that one. Oh, it's a classic, yeah. 40 most awesomely what was it? 40 most awesomely bad dirty songs ever. I I'm not sure if I exactly saw that one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'll tell you Billy, uh Billy English? Yeah. He who, plays Joel. He says it's the best thing he's done since Beach Party at the Threshold of Hell. Again, these are not those projects don't exactly sound like the high water mark of these people's uh, careers. I'm a little worried about one thing. What's, uh, uh, what's Dash? That? Who? Uh, Dash Mihawk. He play, he plays Jamie. He's a little worried that there's going to be some conflict when the Firehouse Dog DVD comes out in September. But I've, I've been telling him not to worry about it. So he thinks that the the movie Firehouse Dog coming on DVD might it, yeah might might conflict with with Caveman. You mean like people won't be able to handle that much of him? What do I choose? You know, uh-huh. I, I need me some dash. You know, do I take a dash of dash or do I, do I take it all? Wow, I take well, a dash of dash. I'm gonna write that down. Dash of dash. I could see that on a bus, couldn't you? You see that on a bus? A dash of dash. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It sounds great. We got this one great episode coming up. Yeah. It's got a ton of musical people in it. Cameo after cameo. Uh-huh. Like who? Kevin Covey. He sings four songs in it. I don't know who that is. From American Idol. 
Kevin Covey. 2006, yeah. Did he, well, what was he? I don't remember. He was in the top 12. He was the little guy, you know? I don't remember him at all. Well, let me just say, that kid may look like Chicken Little, but he can really belt it out. Okay, so he was on... Yeah, he totally sings from his diode, you know, deep, deep within. Uh, his diode? His yeah. diaphragm? What's it called? A diaphragm. Di- your diaphragm. That was a diode. No. Oh. Okay, well, anyway, some of the guests on the show, Taylor Hawkins, Billy Squire, Merle Allen, David Bazan. Really? Yeah. David Bazan from yeah. Pedro the Lion. Exactly, yeah. He's, he's a great actor. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's sort of like Bob Goldthwaite. Okay. Yeah, kind of has that thing going. There's also an episode where the cavemen get a radio show, and they start feuding with other DJs. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, like who do they feud with? Imus. He's in it. Imus is in it? Yeah. He actually plays himself. But they, they had to make him look more human. It was weird, because when he was in scenes with the cavemen, yeah. he actually looked too much like them. Really? Yeah, he's got just that like not-quite-evolved look. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, but... That, um... that one basketball player has it. What's his name? Okay, well, I don't know. The one of those Ukrainian guys. The Ukrainian guy? Yeah. What guy? I don't know. I have no... You know what? search him right now. It's for the Timberwolves, I think. For the Timber... I... What do you... I can't find it. I don't know. Some Ukrainian guy. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Also, Grease Man's in this episode, too. The Grease Man? Yeah. Oh. Doug Tracht. Yeah, yeah, Doug Track. He actually helped write this episode. Wow, that'll be a really good one then. He was in the writer's room doing all the classics, the Waddle Doodle, <laughs> Doodad Daddy. Ugh. And then he jumped on the table and he started going off you know, all that great hobble hobble doogee stuff. Yeah, yeah. I haven't laughed so hard in years. Oh, so, wow, you really, I like your, I think the one thing that's not evolved is your sense of humor. <laughs> Hey, speaking of cameos, yeah, we're so excited about Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Who's Jerry? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he's like he's going to be on Cavemen. Yeah, I haven't announced it yet, but it's going to be great. He's going to he's going to be in several episodes. <laughs> and what does he play? A caveman? Well, no, 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 no. He plays himself pretty much in the first one. Um, the boys go to a comedy club, uh-huh. and Jerry's on stage, and he's really ripping into cavemen. Uh-huh. You see these guys walking around, and they're just weird-looking, you know, stuff like that. Sure, sure. And they're always grooming each other. You know how cavemen, I guess, they, they pick stuff out of their fur? Uh, you got me. I don't you know. know. they did anyway. I don't know. And so the cavemen get really mad, and, and they get into one of those comedy-offs with Jerry. A comedy-off? Yeah. Okay. Like I a would... joke-off. I've never heard of that, but... Well, and they go joke for joke, and the cavemen win. So they beat Jerry Seinfeld totally, at his own yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. I'd, lo- I'd love to work a puffy shirt into it somehow. Oh, you mean like from Seinfeld? Yeah, do you want to riff on this a little bit? Well, can I ask you a question about this? Sure. Jer- Jer- Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Does he know about this? 
Well, Tom, define no about and Jerry. Is okay. Is Jerry Seinfeld aware that he will be appearing on an episode of Cavemen? His agent's aware. Jeff Newsom. Okay, so he's signed off on it. No, I mean he gave me a positive response. He he said that that sounds really interesting. Well, that kind of sounds like a brush off. Well, no, you'd have to think about the context in which he said it. Now, what was the context? Well, he was backpedaling away from me at the Grove. <laughs> okay, so so you were saying it to a guy who was clearly trying to get away from you. No, I took it as that he was backpedaling to get to his car to go get to Jerry and tell Jerry what was happening. Okay, well, that that doesn't sound completely logical, but... Well, you know. if, if Jerry doesn't end up doing it... We can just grab some footage from Seinfeld and splice it in, and we can have some shots of Lenny doing his jokes. Who is Lenny? Lenny Morton. Who is is Lenny Morton? He's a Seinfeld impersonator from El Paso. Okay. He's great. And how are you going to get him to do what? We would shoot him in front of a curtain, you know, like a, or a brick wall, like a comedy club thing. Yeah. And then we just splice that, that in with some like behind shots that we get from the actual Seinfeld show. Okay. So it would be uh you would you would have uh <laughs> I'm just trying to picture this. You're going to take you're going to take footage from Seinfeld, which is not a, an ABC program, mind you. Right. And you're just, you're you're going to splice that in and get somebody else to just fill in the blanks and pretend to be Jerry Seinfeld. It could work. Well, I- it's, I don't know if you're going to... How are you going to get the rights to that footage? You don't need that. It's on TV. It's you, owned by TV. You No, it's not owned by TV. You don't know the business, son. So if a movie plays on TV, you own that movie? Or TV owns that movie? TV owns it, yeah. I mean, we're all part of TV. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think you're very misguided on that. Uh, love Hawaii. <laughs> where does that tie in? That's where I am. You're in Hawaii. Yeah, that's where the cavemen offices are. What do you mean? That's where you film the show? That's where you write it, yeah. And why is it why are you writing it in in uh Hawaii? Well, Lost is shot down here, so we just told them to build an office for us here also, and they did. But why? Wouldn't you want to work in Hawaii? Yeah, well, yes, I would, but I, it just doesn't make sense. You you guys are all the way in Hawaii yeah. to write a show that shoots where? In Los Angeles? Yeah. It's great, though. Hey, guess what I'm drinking out of? Uh, what? A coconut. I, you know what? I was going to say that, but I figured it was just a little too uh, cool. much of a... <laughs> no, not a little too cool. Awesome. No, a bit of a cliche. Incredible. Wait, what? Yeah. Truth be told, there's only water in it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I would go nuts if I drank alcohol. What's that? I would go nuts if I drank alcohol. Why is that? Ask anybody. So you have, so if you drink alcohol, you have some sort of... Something happens? Absolutely. I once beat up a circus. Because you were drunk? Yeah. You beat up a circus? Yeah. Meaning... 
barkers, ringleaders, tigers, clowns, kids. Really? Yeah. And how is it that nobody uh, took you out? Oh, they did. Uh-huh. I did, I did five years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was the worst kind of it was the worst kind of punishment because you know how you see those movies where like there's a there's guys breaking rocks and stuff like on a big rock pile. Mm-hmm. I had to do that. You had to you had to break rocks. Yeah. Wow. I, maybe that's why you have this affinity for this caveman show. Got super buff though. So on the one hand, it was a trade off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is kind of stuff I don't need to know, well, but you know. But Hawaii's rocking. I'm You'll, not sure what I love more, the bikinis on the beach or the Hummer Demolition Derby. The hum, what, the Hummer Demolition Derby? Yeah. What is that? Well, we all get free car insurance through GEICO. Because of the show? Absolutely, yes. Is, it's Because it's the GEICO caveman. Yeah. And so once a week we do this big demolition derby out on the beach. Yeah. And uh, our Hummers get ruined, but GEICO just buys us new ones. We just tell them we, we, we all had accidents. Really? Yeah. So you smash, mm-hmm. how many Hummers are getting like smashed? 32. 30. 32 Hummers. You're just, you're what, crashing them into each other? Oh, yeah, on the beach. Yeah. It's great. It's hilarious. And, and then you write it off. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And you write it off as some sort of insurance claim. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Because of this Geico connection to the, uh, to the program. I don't like your attitude. I really don't like where you're, where you're coming from, and I, I'm going to... You don't think this show's gonna 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 succeed, do you? Um, no, I don't. I'm gonna make a bet with you, okay? Okay. How about this? If Caveman gets canceled, mm-hmm. I will hand over my annual bonus to you. Okay. How much are you talking about? Uh, like three hundred eighty thousand. Three hundred eighty thousand dollars? Yeah. That's your bonus. Yeah. Not just your pay. No, this is the big leagues. No, how are you? Oh, unbelievable! How are you making a, a bonus of three hundred eighty thousand dollars? I'm an exec. That's how we you, roll. You want to know what? How you roll? Everything you've named is a failure that you've been involved in, but you seem to actually be moving up the ladder. Hey, I can't help it if, if that's my trajectory. Your what? My, my trajectory. Your trajectory. Okay, yeah, I actually yeah. was taken aback. I thought you mispronounced. I'm sorry. Hey, I have a... Oh, shut up. I have a very good handle on the human contraption. The, okay, and there I, you I go. And I worked that into my, into my stories. What stories? Are you ready? Sure. Well, besides caveman, I'm working on something else. Uh-huh. you got to keep us under your hat, okay? Okay. I'm working on a pilot with TLS. TLS. Yeah. Who is that? Trent L. Strauss. The the horror director. Yeah. He's great. It's this new genre he's invented. Uh-huh. The Splatcom. A Splatcom, which yeah. I'm going to assume knowing who he is. Yeah. It is a sitcom with with like horror movie elements. Yeah. Well, the show in question is called Family Splatters. Family Splatters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it, it's a story of a family, the Slaughters. Okay. And uh, they're a normal working-class family in San Francisco that, you know, struggles with the constant urge to commit heinous murders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so heartwarming, they... heartwarming, too. It's heartwarming? Yeah. So, and when, when can we look forward to family splatters? Well, that's the thing. There's a little snag. I'm actually a little worried. Uh-huh. Um... 
Trent sent us his cut the other day. Uh-huh. And it looks like he just spliced in old footage from Dr. Sleeves, The Kidney Thieves It Eats, or Face Peelers 3 with some footage that he shot on a soundstage in like a day. So he didn't even shoot new footage? No, I don't think so. And We gave him a lot of money. <laughs> How much money? Like 530000 Wow, and he pretty much just took footage from pre-existing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could see how you wouldn't be happy. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, wanted to ask you this. Uh-huh. I need to track down the guy who called you, I guess it was like a couple, two weeks ago. He had a great show idea that I'm super interested in. Mm-hmm. It's called Ancient Chinese Secret. That was my brother. Are you serious? Yeah, dumb. God, well, I, I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Two, two, two married hit people with hearts of gold. Yeah, that was the idea that Dom had for it. I can totally see Patricia uh, Eaton and uh, Donald Logan this. So you actually like this? Oh, I love it, yeah. So he's he, your brother? Yes. Oh my God, you guys are like the Van Pattens. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, like the family, like the talented family? Yeah, like the father, Van Patten from Made is Enough, mm-hmm. and his son, Vince. And the other son, the uh, the alternate comedian, uh, Patton Oswald. The what comedian? Alternate comedian. The all you mean the alternative he does comedian? Alternate comedy. Well, his name his his first name is Patton, not his last name. No, his last name is Oswald. Oswald, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's the younger brother of the man who shot President Kennedy. No, Lee Harvey Oswald. You're you're as way off as you can possibly be. I don't think I am. Oh, okay, well, a better example would probably be the Lander sisters. Okay, I vaguely remember, remember them. Remember them, Audrey and Judy? One was on Dallas, and they were both in The Man with Two Brains. Uh-huh. And their mother was the prominent advice columnist, Ann Landers. I don't think that was true either. And their father was uh, was Squiggy from Laverne and Cheryl. Their father, their father was not Squiggy. Yeah, they were this David Lander. No, they were the same age as him, maybe a little younger. He seemed older. Well, he was in the (laughs) fifties. Oh no! Oh, who was Squiggy? Well, that no, that didn't take place in the fifties. Sure, it did. It, no, it no, yeah, you know what? Yes, it did take place in the fifties. It wasn't filmed in the fifties, though. Sure, it was. It was like not. Happy days. You don't know anything about TV. This is you're a sad man. Yes, uh, you know what you are not. Yes, I am sad. You are. I'm happy. You know why? Why? Because I just got a text that my jet ski is done getting detailed. Oh, congratulations! I second. So. I assume you're signing off on these ideas that we can have. So I'm going to just write that down. Okay. You've signed off, and we are good to go. Probably will not get a writing credit, sorry to say. Even though I came up with the ideas. Yeah. Who who will get the writing writing credit? You will. Oh, you, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm not going to sign off on this then. You already have. No, I didn't. Sure you did. I did not. By speaking to me, that's that's essentially signing off. No, that's not signing off, and that won't hold up in any court. Well, it's going to, all right? Now, listen, I got a jet ski, okay? I got a Blaze. All right. Well, thanks for calling, uh, buddy. I appreciate it, and good luck with cavemen. I will see you on the tube.
and I will see your $380,000 bonus. No, you won't. You creep. Um, yeah, you'll see it all right. You know where you're going to see it? Where? Yeah, the other end. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And he hangs up. I guess he's got to do some jet skiing. Well, thank you for listening to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. If you like what you just heard, the full-length program is done each and every Tuesday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen on your radio in the New York, New Jersey area at 91.1 FM or anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. WFMU.org also has an extensive archiving of all the previous episodes of The Best Show. And you can get more information on the program over at friendsoftom.com. I want to thank a few people, if I could. Martin DeGrell, the producer and compiler of Best Show Gems. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the producer of the full-length three-hour Best Show podcast each and every week and the protector of the Best Show and WFMU archives. Thank you, Mel. John Worcester, obviously, thank you. Associate producer Mike and everybody at WFMU, thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, check out the full-length show. Uh, you can download the podcast or listen live at WFMU.org.